With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. With everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And get your podcast started today. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Sisters and a TV. And today I just wanted to go back and revisit the very first TV show I talked about in this podcast. This was the TV show that launched it. And that TV show is the Sex and the City Revival series over on HBO and Just Like That. Now, and Just Like That ended recently. I'm not sure exactly when, but it was very recently when it wrapped. The 10 episodes wrapped up and whether there will be a season two remains to be seen. Now, I'm not going to go any further without saying this. I still have not watched the show. I've only seen clips on YouTube. I've heard all kinds of feedback from my sister. I have watched other viewers' videos on YouTube as they break the episodes down, as they make, you know, have their comments and their, you know, analysis of each episode. But I have not sat down and watched a, a full episode in its entirety as of yet. I still plan to do that and I will. But part of me, I, part of it is I have not had time. And then the second thing is, well, I'm kind of not looking forward to it because everyone is in agreement about the show for the most part. I mean, you do have some people who are fans. I'm also in a Facebook group. My sister invited me to join it. And you do have some loyal fans in that group. And actually, I think they're a little bit too loyal. Some of them, some of those people are taking the show seriously like it's real. And I can tell they're kind of struggling to figure out what's real and what's not. Some of the comments and some of the posts in that group, it's just like, wow. But there are other people in the group who also are not happy with the writing and they're not happy with the characters. They're not happy with the storylines. And I think that the majority of fans feel that way about it. 
most of the fans who I have read their comments on YouTube, uh, they don't want a second, a a second season of this show. Now I kind of agree with that, but I kind of don't. And this is why I think they do need a second season to go back and fix the damage that they've done. They need to go and eradicate all of the mess that they've made and make that show and the characters recognizable again for one thing now whether they're going to do that i don't know time will tell time will tell if they'll if there will even be a season two i do know that the fan base is not happy with season one so whether there should be a season two at all like i said some people a lot of people do not want that there are people who do me I think they need a season two, like I said, because they have a lot they need to correct. The thing is, what they correct it or what they make it worse. That's the thing. So, I don't know. I mean, I saw this over on Dallas, too. Remember the Dallas revival that they had, I think, in 2010 on TNT? We were all excited about Dallas coming back. And, you know, the ratings were really, you know, successful in the beginning. And, you know, we were all happy to see JR back and Larry Hyman was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And it was, you know, it was something we were all looking forward to. But when we began to watch the show, as the show continued to progress, we saw that uh, the writers, the producers of the show, they did not know anything about the Dallas TV show. They knew nothing about the show's history. And it showed. The storylines were really bad. I mean, they had Bobby. Bobby was always the goody-goody older brother. He did have a temper. He was known for, you know, using his fist a lot. But they had Bobby just angry in the revival. That wasn't Bobby. Bobby was just always just angry and, 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 and just incensed about pretty much anything. And that was not realistic. And you were, there were so many loose ends, so many questions that never got answered, so many loose ends that were never tied up. I mean, when Ray came back for JR's funeral, well, okay, did Ray, was he still married to Jenna? Were they still living in France? You know, um, what about Lucy? Was Lucy single? Was she back with Mitch for the 10th time? Was she with somebody else? What kind of a career did she have? I mean, nothing. And it just was unbearable to watch. It was so disappointing. And the best thing about the whole revival of Dallas was seeing JR again. You know, by that point, Larry Hadman was ill with liver cancer and he could not do the show. You know, there were episodes that he missed or he was barely in. You could tell that he was not well, that he was struggling physically. And that was, of course, very sad to see. But you had to admire him for being a part of the show to begin with. He reminded me a lot of Jim Davis, who portrayed Jock in the original show. Jim Davis had brain cancer, and he worked on Dallas until he just could not work anymore. And that's the same thing that Larry Hagman did. So when Larry Hagman passed, of course, they had J.R. die on the show, on the reboot. And it was sad, not just because J- you can't have, really, you, you can't have Dallas without JR. That was a part of it. But also for me, knowing that Larry Hagman had really died in real life made it even more sad. 
That was one of the times I actually cried about a uh, character's death on TV. Normally, I don't cry about those because I know that they're acting. And I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, not, no matter how sad a character's death is on TV, I have never really taken it hard or let alone, you know, actually cried about it. I've only cried about a character dying on TV, a TV show twice. That was when JR died on the Dallas reboot and when Neil died on The Young and the Restless. And that's because both actors, both gentlemen, died in real life. So it was real. And those were the two times I actually shed tears about uh, a character dying on a TV show. Anyway, um, I kept watching Dallas after Larry Hagman passed, but it was not the same. It wasn't the same. I mean, the writing got even worse, and I just stopped watching it. It went on for the rest of that season, and I believe one more, and then um, TNT canceled it, put it out of its misery. But it was, like I said, such a disappointment, because Dallas was so popular and so much fun to watch, and for it to have gone in that direction was was really disheartening. Well, that's what's going on now with the... And just like that, same thing. I mean, uh, I don't know what's going on with Carrie. I know I, I heard Carrie is dating again. You know, she's a widow now. And she's she's dating on the dating scene. I don't know what Charlotte's doing. I really don't care because, for one thing, Charlotte was always my least favorite character anyway. She was always so whiny and childish, and I just never really cared for her. And that's not to put down to Kristen Davis, who portrays her. I'm talking about Charlotte, not Kristen Davis. But uh, what I want to talk about right now is the breakup of Miranda and Steve. That's just so out of character for Miranda. I always had a lot of respect for, for Miranda. Miranda always seemed very focused, knew what she wanted, knew who she was. And the way that she's acting now, she's so self-absorbed. She's so juvenile. She's so harsh. And uh, the way that she's Dunn Steve is just absolutely reprehensible. I mean, Steve is a good guy. He's a good guy. And when you have someone good in your life, you don't need to push them away. And that's exactly what she's doing. And, you know, Miranda is going through, she's questioning her, who she is. She's questioning her sexuality. And she's head over heels in love with Che. And I don't really know anything about Che, I have seen her um, on video clips from the show, like from Entertainment Tonight. I have seen articles about Che and the actress who portrays her. I have heard about her from my sister. I have heard about her in those videos, which break down the show's episodes, which those videos and the comments that follow are hysterical. Because literally every video on YouTube that talks about this show is roasting it to the hilt. And some of those things that they're saying, I mean, if you want a good laugh, if you're down and you really need to laugh, go over there and pull up at least one of those videos. You'll be laughing in no time. But uh, I don't know a lot about Che. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of like, and I know that as we get older, we start to go through, you know, changes and we start to question things about our lives. And she, Miranda's in her 50s now, and so am I. 
and you're trying to still figure things out. I think when you get in your 50s, you're really trying to figure things out even more than what you did when you were younger. But she's not handling it right. I get having questions. I get having some confusion. Maybe even needing some time away from Steve and Brady. But to just say, okay, I'm ending it. We're done. This is really happening. That's not the way to go about it. That's a very immature, childish way to behave. You don't do that to your marriage. You don't do that to your spouse. You don't do that, you know, to your family. But they've made Miranda completely unrecognizable from what I understand. And so how this is all going to play out, who knows? Time will tell. But, uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to just throw that out there because I always liked Miranda and Steve. I thought they were a really good couple. And to see that it's gone in this direction is just like with Dallas. It's just disappointing. You know, I remember on Dallas when, um, you know, they brought Cliff Barnes back. Cliff, on the original TV show of Dallas, Cliff was... How can I describe how how do you describe Cliff Barnes? Cliff always wanted to get to the position of the Ewings, and he did finally get there. Cliff started off as a lawyer. He had an affair with Sue Ellen. At one point, they thought that John Ross was actually his child, but it ended up being JR's. And Cliff was always trying to make up for the fact that his father was an alcoholic and Jock cheated Digger Barnes out of his share of Ewing oil. And, and, and Cliff was determined to really get to the point of the Ewings. And like I said, he got there. But Cliff was not a dirty, harsh, backstabber of a character. He was whiny. And he could be annoying and extra and over the top. But in the new show, he was just like, a, he was a villain. And it was like, this is Cliff? It just, it just, it, it didn't add up. So honestly, that's why when reboots, revivals come into play, when I'm hearing about that, usually I'm like, oh, no, not again. Now, there have been some good ones. I think Fuller House was a great revival. And I also think that The Connors is a great revival of Roseanne, which is funny because I never watched Roseanne. Everybody was in love with Roseanne. It was the number one show in the country. I, Everyone's like, oh, watch Roseanne, watch Roseanne. It's funny. I watched Roseanne one night, I think in 1989, uh, my senior year of high school. I watched Roseanne, fell asleep in the middle of the show. I never watched it again, but I like The Connors. I watch it every uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock my time. It comes on right after the, the uh, re- reboot of The Wonder Years, which that's another good reboot. We'll have to get off into, you know, those shows later. But there are some reboots and some revivals that are actually good. But uh, this is not one of them. And just like that was a huge mistake. And that's sad. And I can understand why Kim Cattrall passed on it even more. I'm glad that she stayed out of it because this honestly is an embarrassment and a hot mess. And whether it will ever be fixed and whether we'll get the Sex in the City back that we had, which ran from 19, uh, eight, 1998 to 2004, whether we get that back again, who knows? That might be gone for good. It might be... a a copycat copycat of Dallas because when uh, the revival of Dallas ended nothing was fixed it was still a train wreck from what I understand so if you want to go and look at Dallas go and look at the original 
series, which ran from 1978 to 1991. Forget about the reboot because, you know, it's like I said, they never fixed or adjusted their mistakes. And it would be really sad to see Sex in the City go down that same road, but it kind of looks like it's headed down the same path. But time will tell, as always. So I just wanted to bring that out, throw that out there, and uh, do an episode about that. The fact that uh, season one has wrapped. It uh, was 10 episodes, and those 10 episodes have all come and gone. And when I have the time, I'm going to, like I said, check out a few episodes. I don't know if I'm going to watch all 10. I don't know if I could handle all 10. But uh, I will definitely check out a couple of them. And, um, yeah, I already know that I'm not going to be I'm probably gonna be doing a lot of laughing and a lot of shaking my head in disbelief the entire time I kind of see that coming anyway I think that that will just about do it I don't really know what else to say about it because because I haven't seen the show so my comments and knowledge of it is somewhat limited Uh, but I have like I said heard a lot of feedback and none of it has been very good so anyway, we'll see what happens next. We'll see if there, will, if there will be a season two. And if so, what does that mean? We'll see what will happen with Steve and Miranda, with Miranda and Che. And uh, yeah, we'll just kind of go from there at that time. Well, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.